It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, good morning or good afternoon, grappling fans. Welcome back to another episode of Who's Number One. We have another uh, stripped-down show today. We only have three call-ins. We have myself, Michael Sears here, and then we have world champ, uh, Bia Mosquito joining us today. Bia, thanks for calling in. Sorry for a little bit of that, that hassle there. We've had to change our systems because the internet's going crazy. Servers are down everywhere. Bia, how you doing out there in California right now? Hey, guys. Uh, great to talk with you guys. Um, I'm doing great. Like, um, I'm staying safe. <laughs> but, like, you just, like, you feel a little bit weird not training and, like, not, like, like doing my regular schedule for BJJ, you know, like just like everything's going a little bit crazy right now if you stop just thinking about it, but everything's great for here. Yeah, your your story uh, sounds similar to basically everyone on the show. Everyone's a little confused. They don't know what to do with themselves. How are you uh, staying busy at home right now? Um, actually, I just moved uh, with Gavin Paulinho. And so, like, right now, like, we're fixing the new house, but, like, it's almost done already because we spend, like, the whole weekend doing that. So, like, I don't know, like, when this is done, I don't know what to do. Like, we're thinking about to do, to put the mats um, on the living room. So, like, this we can, like, drill or do something, uh, be active, you know, and stay home at the same time. But, like, besides that, like, I don't know, like, we have not, like... I was thinking, like, oh, man, like, what are you going to do, like, without jiu-jitsu, like, now that I cannot train or teach because we cannot go to the gym or anything. And then I was like, I have nothing, like, nothing besides jiu-jitsu, you know? Like, that's what I do all day. That's how I talk about, like, how I live, like, every day. Like, I go to the gym, I work out, I train, and do you. Like, everything's, like, like connected to jiu-jitsu, you know? And then right now that I cannot train, I just, like, feel so weird. Um, so we, we decided like to maybe not like putting anything in the living room right now and then just have mats so we can like drill or do anything like to, to keep active. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a good idea. Um, the last time we saw you, you were, you were still kind of recovering from, from an injury from ADCC. Is that all healed up? Are you, are you ready to train? Is it, is it time now for that? If, if we had uh, a gym available? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've been training already. Like I started training again. Like he, um, I did a lot, a lot of physiotherapy. Now I'm fully recovered. I don't feel anything. So I'm training normal. Um, I still like doing like he strength to, to keep the elbow like safe, you know, like I, like I had like so a, a huge damage on, on, on the ligaments. But right now the doctor said that like already can like train again, compete, you do everything normal. So I just like he needs like to keep the, uh, uh, the elbow like working like the strength and the power like to keep safe and not like he hurt it again so right now like i just want to really want to train and compete again but like everything's like just like about time 
What were you planning on doing uh, this year before everything got canceled? Were you planning on doing uh, pans or, or worlds or what, what was your plan going to be? What were you thinking? I was, I, I wasn't doing PNMs because like he, I was in Brazil waiting for my green card like interview and, but it got canceled um, because the covirus and also I, I was like back. So I wasn't doing the pens because I was waiting on that. So like, yeah, I was like kind of like, didn't know if I was going to be here in Brazil and but like i was like he sure that i was going to do word pro and words um last year i said like i wasn't going to compete a lot in the gi this year like not doing like the the big tournaments because i want to do the mma debut but as everybody was saying like you know you gotta like do the number 10 at words like you need to do that blah 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 and like you know like my feelings is already to compete uh out the tournament in jiu-jitsu you know so i was just like people say talking my heart talking so i decided to to compete and also because he, i was the last year at world world pro champion so i was thinking about to defend my title and then tried to do the number 10 at words. So that was my plan. And then like in maybe like August or September, do my debut for MMA. But now, I don't know. <laughs> so you were thinking about getting getting your 10th title and then going to MMA. Would that 10th title you think be your last time competing jiu-jitsu or would you be coming back? No, no, I want to com- keep competing in jiu-jitsu. Not, not as much the gi, you know, like I think that's so hard to be to be competing like in the gi and like MMA, like in high level, you know, like that's like two different sports for me. Like I know like he won't complement the other one, but um, stay on both like high level is just too hard. I was going, especially uh, in the beginning, you know, like I was just like thinking about to be concentrated for MMA, but I was thinking about to compete like words, no gi and things like that. Like that's like more connected to the, to the MMA but uh, I I don't think like I'm gonna still compete in like Worlds Gi or Abu Dhabi Pro because that's like a really high level and I have to be like training hard for that. And as like in my beginning in the MMA, um, I I didn't think about to do both. Bia, do you know uh, where you'll be competing in? What promotion for MMA? Have you uh, decided yet, or are you still talking to some people, or is that all changed now because of the current situation? Um, I have, I, I'm talking uh, with some um, some tournaments, like some shows, but I haven't decided yet. Um, uh, me and Morang, we uh, we wish to, we want to do like he compete together, fight together, you know. And he want to do like he, he's coming back and um, or maybe like one more, like he said, no, just one more. And I was doing my debut, so we were thinking about to do it together. So that's why, like, we're still thinking about what event's gonna be better because he's already like he MMA pro, and I like, I was thinking about to do just a, a pre-fight, you know. I didn't want to jump in a, like a big B one like right first, but I know it's gonna be really hard with my my jujitsu background. Like, it's gonna be hard to have somebody that never fought like me, but just because of jujitsu, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be kind of hard. And but I don't know yet. I'm still talking with some some events to see and check like what's gonna be better for for the first one. You know, um, I like him. at the same time I wanna I wanna do a nice show. I wanna do something that I'm gonna feel comfortable um, and to compete to. You know, I think like the feeling is gonna be really different 
um, stepping the cage, locking the door. That's how I thinking about like he, how the feeling's gonna be on that time. But I'm really excited about that. Like he's just about to talk, like my heart's already like get like and like yeah, the butterflies on my belly's already like he getting on. So I I just want to do that like really bad right now. Is that something you're looking forward to as it being a new challenge? Because I mean you've been pretty untouchable in your weight class and and the gi for a while but i mean mma would be a whole new world you'd have a whole bunch of new challenges do you really look forward to that yeah that's how i'm looking for you know um i love jiu-jitsu that's like my life you know um competing and be doing like the calendar the whole year you know like my my life is is like him all looking for that you know like all my life i look for the, the bjj calendars like competing all the tournaments like he everything was like over and over every year with the 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 calendar tournament but um i think like going to mma is gonna be a new step like new challenge um just like he doing something different to myself you know like telling myself and also i think that mma like i gonna be able to achieve more people and more people gonna see about jiu-jitsu you know like just like being being inspiration for more people not like for the jiu-jitsu world or things like that you know so i think that's like something that it, i really want to do too because it, i've been getting a lot of messages you know I, I think especially now that people doesn't have a lot to do so they've been watching fight sets like yeah, to youtube and slow grappling so they always message you or they do like the instagram history saying yeah, i'm watching this fight and they tag me so um and they they talk like how much they like to watch me fighting and like the, my jiu-jitsu so i just want to like achieve my, more people and and show them like how great jiu-jitsu is and i think going to mma that's going to be a huge thing do you like striking um i'm learning i'm still learning i'm doing a lot of muay thai i like i enjoy it a lot but i haven't done like a lot of like um sparring yet so i have got like any lot knockdown or things like that so i'm not sure how i'm gonna <laughs> react about that <laughs> um but uh, like yeah but i have been doing like a little bit like he, sparring um, um on white tie like just like he very very light with the guys and like one of the girls that's there like longer at the gym training um, but they don't really punch me in the face because they know when they go to jiu-jitsu class they're gonna kill them <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been brought into like an MMA camp for another fighter to work on their their grappling or their wrestling? Yeah, we have with already some girls from UFC, Angela, and like um, I, uh, Alexia was here training for like before the fight with with Claudinha, and like a few girls like we ha- we have like helped already um, for their fights, and but it's like really different, like. Um, we, they didn't really punch us. Like we just like pretend we are punching each other just to get out like from hard situations at jujitsu. But it was fun. It was really fun. I'm. I was thinking maybe um, as like I have trained already with the girls from like MMA um, to go there enjoy the training with them. They're really nice girls, and it's really close from Ladies Gym from for jujitsu. So I was thinking to go there. Like there are a lot of like good athletes training there. So. I think that it would be good, especially because they have a lot of girls that have a good experience already in the MMA and big tournaments too. So 
I think that's going to be good. Like training with them again, it's going to be something like he, they're going to help me a lot. Also, like he, Chris Cyborg um, invited me. I have to do a camp with her and she invited me to train with her. So, man, that's like the dream of like any, I think, any MMA girl I like dream of, I like to train with her. She's just like a beast. And being like for so long in the sport, she opened so many doors for the, for the women in the sport. So I think he... Having having her like also like he opened the doors for me is something that it, that it gonna man help me a lot in the beginning especially um, to to cut the ways you know um, I think that's like something like important right now. <laughs> you just mentioned uh, Chris Cyborg, but do you have any other favorite fighters that you've been watching for a long time? Anyone that inspires you that you wanna that you wanna fight like one day? Um. I don't know, like so many girls, like right now, like I just watched like the the last girls fight um, with the with the girl the Jazar's friend, uh, Joanna. Friend. Uh, Joanna. Mm. Oh my god, what was that fight, man? Like I was like so surprised. It was the best fight I have ever seen. I was like in the couch, like fighting with them, you know, like kind of like moving because it was so excited to fight, you know, like, so, um, I've been trying to watch more the MMA fights and like to get more inspirations, you know, but it's just like so hard, like when they start like to get punched and their face like start to change. And then like, I'd be like, Oh my God, this is like really what I want. And then I, I, when I see like everybody getting so excited with the fights and talking about that, I said, yeah, no matter what I wanted to say, you know? So, like, yeah, I think the girls, like, are getting, like, very excited match. Like, just like I think about jiu-jitsu, you know, sometimes people doesn't watch a lot about the girls, but uh, sometimes they fight. Some guys talk, oh, man, they, I think the girls fight for something personal, you know? <laughs> because they go so hard. And sometimes I think that's true. Like, the girls, like, take it more particular, you know, and they go so hard for the fights. And that's it. I I feel the same in the MMA. Girls doesn't talk as much as the guy, but the the show that they go there to put on, it's like a lot more exciting sometimes. And so like that's something like that's really inspiring me. How the girls like putting the hard work, especially because they don't have as much space as the guys. You know, um, it's a lot less girls, so we have to work harder to to show our work and how good we are. So that's something that. Uh, really inspired me at jiu-jitsu and i think that's something that inspired me at mma to see the girls like fighting hard and going like to to give a good show and show like that like we deserve to be there as much as the guys who are some uh girls in jiu-jitsu that you're a fan of is there any girls uh maybe younger girls or just some of your girls from your generation that you're like oh i really like watching them compete they're a good competitor um i think like for the for the generation before me i really enjoy like to watch it of course letty but like hanat i think that she was like amazing fighter um leka too like I, I i didn't see leka competing a lot but i do remember like very back in the days like when i like a really beginning um i had like a girl at my gym that my first first gym um where i started jiu-jitsu she was crazy fan about Leka and she was one of the first girls that I hear about in jiu-jitsu so and then Letty and Hanette, um was like one that I really watched competing because I, I was competing at the same time and like from the new generation I think that like there are a lot of like new girls from my generation 
I think maybe like Jezari um, was like a great competitor. We are good friends, and like I think like she fight forward, she fight for the submission, and that's what I like. Pretty much, I like I I watch a lot. I like that, and uh, I think like right now uh, I really look up to Gabby. Like we train together, and I I see her potential. She's been world champion now, about so like I think that's something that Gabby uh, not a yeah. Yeah, I got Macomb. Yeah. And I think Gabi Pessang is a girl that is like, man, coming like yeah. really up, you know, like she's a beast. So those girls, I think they're going to be the future of the sport, like like maybe like for the next year, next like world's tournament. So they are some girls that I, I'm sure that are going to be in the top for a while. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, uh, when you talked about Jazari going for submissions. I, I mean, that's something that's really uh... – part of your style too you're always going for the submissions like uh you don't win by points very often you how important is it to you to get the submission in a victory um i mean like yeah of course i i never like i i don't look like to lose like good situations you know in the fight it's good opportunities like as like getting like securing the points or things like that but if i see the submission i just get blind and like i go for it straight you know um but uh I I had lost like some um, fights like doing that too, but most of them I win. So it's just like my style. I really like like I think that's like the goal in jiu jitsu is go for the submission. And most of like the fights like it's rare. I don't I don't get like the submission when I go for it. So and I think it's a lot more exciting. Like I don't care about points. Um, I have lost also like fights because I go for the submission and like. Or I don't get the points, or I get, the, or, or I got disqualified too. You know, like it, it happened recently. You know, but I'm just look for the submission. I think that's the goal. Like he was always like that. I always train like that. Um, I train to get the submission. I, it's not that I don't care about the points, but it's not like as important as getting the submission. So if I have the opportunity, I'm gonna go always. I think like kind of the points. It's hard to be the consequence, you know, of fighting for the submissions. And not like my main goal, you know. Um, but I have like a like I have my game plans, you know, attacking the back, you know, like close guard. So um, those situations are really like like give me like the this mission. So I think that's like something that helps a lot too, you know, like to be there. <laughs> what what is uh, your uh, mindset like on competition day? Because it's like uh, people see how you are right now, very nice, very uh, normal girl, but on competition day you look very fierce. You look very serious, <laughs> very focused. What 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 is going through your mind and like how do you what do you do to get ready on uh, the day of a tournament? Um, I think in my mindset like it, it helps to change my mood, you know? <laughs> Kinda like everything that passed through my mind um it's not like it's like something very natural like it before like i see all the videos and pictures i didn't know i was there like i was looking that scary you know <laughs> a lot of people say man i would never want to fight her she looks like so scared i would step out but like i think that like my mindset like all about that i think like everything that i went through all the hard work i have put on to be there you know like every every like single train every like hard time that i had like everything that I had to be away, like that I like to do, that I had to to not do, like to be there training every day, and like especially like being um, away from home, like not like not not close to my family, and 
man, like every everything, like everything passed through my mind. Like yeah, everything that I did to to be there in that day, it come through my mind. And like I just think how how much I deserve the victory and how much I deserve to be there to fight hard, to give my best, and to to fight for the victory. So I think that's that's what come to my mind, and that's why I get like so focused. And in going there and doing my best and just like put on my game and not like letting anybody like take that away from me, you know. Bia, you're clearly uh, you know, a natural competitor. You really have a desire to win. When how long have you been doing that? Have you been playing sports your whole life? You know, uh how important is it to you to be competitive? Um, yeah, like, I think that that's like something like that's like I started jujitsu with five years old and then I started competing with his seven. But like besides, I I always trained and competed jujitsu. Uh, when I was young, I competed a lot. Like sometimes twice in the weekend, like Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> My parents usually to bring me to all tournaments and like everything. Like I was there competing. But it's something that I really like it too. You know, not not that they forced me. Um, I really enjoyed to be in the tournament, to be competing, and I, everything. Um, after this, like when I was growing. I did like judo, I competed judo, I did swimming, I competed swimming, um, I did wrestling, I competed at wrestling. Um, so everything I started to do, like I kind of look for the, the competition, you know, um, it's something very natural on me. Even like CrossFit, like I was doing to help my workout and then I, I competed at CrossFit too, you know, with my some friends in Brazil. So um, I think that's inside of me already, like it's been like a lot of years, you know, like I'm 28 right now. So it's over 20 years um, competing. And so I think that it's maybe on my DNA already. <laughs> How did you get started? You said you started at five. Did your uh, parents just want to put you in a martial art? Or what What made them bring you in there at five years old? My mom. <laughs> my mom bring like it. Um, to be honest, like it wasn't like proposal in jiu-jitsu, but jiu-jitsu was the gym that it was opening close to our house. We used it to live in a condo in Rio. And like all the moms around, like in the condo, was bringing their kids like to the jujitsu new gym that just opened close by. And my mom, like at first, she wanted to bring my brother. Man, the boys in the condo had too much energy, so they had to spend <laughs> it somewhere, you know. And so all the moms said, "Yeah, let's bring them to the, to fight to to jujitsu." And then like when I get there, like I fell in love, and I asked my mom to do it too. And so she she let me do and and like yeah, I was the one that loved it. Um, I like in the like for the people that started with me and my brother. My brother stopped one year later. He doesn't like his sports at all. <laughs> and but like the people that started like on that time, I think you maybe have like five black belts. And so like it is really like yeah, funny like how did it came to my life and like I became like all these in this sport, you know, just like starting like a, a small um, gym, like close to my house and something like not, not even like he, that was planted, you know. At what point did you realize you, you were going to make a career out of it? Like, uh, obviously you started competing early, but like when you were a teenager or when, when did you realize like, Oh, I'm going to do this for my career when I'm an adult? I think he, like him, I, I never really thought about that. It was, like, really natural. But I think a uh, starting point it was um, on my first international travel that I came to, to compete at Worlds in 2007. 
it was my first world tournament. I tried to compete in Rio the last one, 2006, but I was too young. So I needed like a government like thing like for to compete and I, I didn't got in time. And so I, I had it all done to come in 2007. So it was my first international travel and like different culture, like traveling by myself, being so independent, you know, and like arriving at, arriving here at the pyramid, mean, like, and have a whole new world, you know, and I look at that and the feeling like, you know, like was totally different. And I, and then I think from there, I thought, man, I want to do it more times. And then from there, I just like keep doing it and more tournaments, more travelings, And I fell in love and I just like decided to dedicate myself for that. So that was your your very first world, 2007? 2007. Uh, what, belt, what belt were you in 2007? Blue belt. Blue belt. Uh, what what uh -huh. year did you win your first black belt world championship? 2011. 2011. What was it like? Uh, your first black belt worlds. Maybe describe uh, the feelings and and what took place there a little bit. Do you like my my at two, at 2011? I lost um, in the quarterfinals, and I I lost to IC fighting with the black belts. First one was when I was brown belt in 2010. Uh, yeah, back when it was mixed. Uh, because yeah, it was mixed, and then 2011. But when I won in 2012, the the feeling. Um, I don't know, like, was something, like, very, very, like, different. Like, yeah, I was just, like, so happy. Um, because, like, I won as blue and two ice as purple. And I won, like, open class two. And then I was, like, I was kind of winning a lot of other tournaments when I was brown and black belt in the first two years. Um, I won, like, World Pro. I won, like, Pan Ams. I won, like, Europeans, some other big tournaments, too. But it lost to ice at Worlds, you know? Who, be, who so, beat you those years? Who, who was beating you back then? One, I think one year was Luana Uzugi. Ah, okay. And the other year, I don't know if it was against Luisa. I, I fought Luisa, I think, in the open and the, and the weight class. I think I beat her in the open. She beat me at the weight class or something like that. Like, was back-to-back -back in the same day, like, two hours different of the fight, you know? Um, and... So, but I fall in love with Luana Uzugir. Like, we fall, like, so many times. Like, Panam's awards, like, a lot of times. Like, we was, like, back-to-back -back until, like, she decided to, to change her career. And so, like, I think, I, I was thinking, like, maybe, like, I, I wouldn't go into win words again, you know? There was something, like, my, my, my feelings was, like, going too high, like, on that time because it was just, like... Um, really wanted that, you know, like, you know, like when, like you wanted too much something and it's been hard, like to get the goal, you know? And so like, I was like, just like he wanted, like, I really, really, really want to do that. And it was hard. But when I finally got it in 2012, man, I was exploding happy, you know, like you, I fought it like with Letty too, like she was in the, in the back um waiting for her fight it was like so much emotion like at the same time you know um just uh, the feeling is like something that i can like just when you go through that like it's totally different as blue or purple of, of course like every winning like you'll be happy and you like you you going for that you know so when you achieve your goals you're happy and like you're feeling good but when you like it's something different when you achieve the mo the biggest goal of your life because it seems like everybody that does jiu-jitsu their first goal is to get in the black belt and 
first who is competitor, her second goal is to get like your world champion as a black belt. So when you finally get there and you see yourself from that situation and you look back like for the everything that you passed through and you just see, yeah, I deserve it to be here. I did everything, like I really fight for that, you know. So I think that's something that is just like really different feeling and I was just so happy. I think that it was the biggest time in my career. Leticia, when did you meet? I mean, sorry, Bia. When did you meet Leticia? Um, how did that that friendship come about and and partnership? Um, I I started jiu-jitsu in Rio downtown, and then I moved to Saquarema, and then in Saquarema I started training at, at Grace Academy, and my coach there he he used to train at Grace Tijuca sometimes with Leticia Morango, so. Um, like he, maybe like after one year training with him, he he said, "Man, you are really talented. Like you need like he knew he saw how much I like to compete and everything. So he told me, "Man, you need to meet this girl." And then he he brought me with my parents to meet Leticia at like at Grace Tijuca, and that was like my first contact with her. I think I was like maybe like twelve years old, and. Since then, since we met the first time, we started to train together. Carol used it to train there too, Ana Carolina Vidal. And like we was about the same age and same, same belt. She's just one year older than me. And she was about my size and Letty too. <laughs> but we just started to train together, we, we three. And then like the, the camps for the words, like he was there at Grace Tijuca. And then we had like Penny Thomas come down, like Devi, Ayuda, like from, from Noruega, from Norway. And like so many other girls that come down like to, to compete, to train and competing from all over the world since, since back then we, Letty already was doing that and the, the camps and, Man, like training with them, like was just so amazing. And I wasn't used to have a lot of girls in my gym. Um, in Saquarema, I didn't have any girl at the gym to train with. So like training with them was like kind of something like so excited. And I'm ready, like so professional, you know, they fighting, they, they training for that. And I was just so young. I was used like, I was doing just jujitsu, competing and everything, but it wasn't like anything professional. I was a kid, you know? And then... When I first trained with Dan, like, was just, like, so nice. And then my parents started, like, to bring me, like, twice a week to train with Lady. Like, it's about, like, two hours driving um, to from Saquarema to Rio to, to, to Grace Tijuca. And my parents, like, saw how much I liked to do that. And they just started to bring me, like, twice a week to train with Lady and other girls. And after that, like, we never more, like... Yeah, got away from each other, just like closer and closer friends. And then when I first came to America, she supported me here. And then in 2008, she bring me with her to do the awards camp. And then after that, I was starting to come, like to stay like for three months, two months with her. And since then, like our friendship and partnership just like grow and grow. And today, like we are so close, like it, uh, we are like like family, you know. Especially when we were you are like away from your family, um, you start like to have your friends as your, as your family and the people that like are closer to you, you know. And like you, just like you, we don't have like a boss and employee like at the gym, you know. We are just like partners and we do everything like we talk to each other. We we decide everything together. 
about when I'm gonna fight or about things from the gym. So it's just like he something like very a lot more than just like he coach and student or something like that. You mentioned uh, coming up uh, being the only girl in the in the gym at first, which I think that's something a lot of girls in jiu-jitsu can relate to. It's pretty pretty common. Uh, What's it like being uh, the only girl in a training room, and then how much does it change when you have uh, a bunch of girls to train with, train with, like you said, later on in your career you had? Um, to be honest, like I trained a lot with the guys, and I really like it because I do it since I was like young, you know? Um, I Even today, I'm still training a lot with the guys, too, even had so many girls at the gym. But I think the biggest difference to train with the girls is the reality. Like he... It's it's real to to train with them. Uh, you you can like he, uh, do the same power, the technique. He, everything's gonna be the same, and then you're gonna know when you're doing like he, when you're really doing good on the technique, what you're missing, or when you need to do more power on that situation or less. You know, um, and with the guys is a little bit different because if the guy doesn't know how to train with the girls. When we get in a good situation, they're going to do so much power, you know, and they just won't let you do. Even if you do it like that perfect in time, like they just going to do so much power that won't, won't let you do that, situa- that that position or things like that. Or sometimes they're going to be mad at you because you're going to get it done, you know, in time uh, <laughs> and be done. Uh, but like he, I'm lucky that he, uh, the gyms are training at, like the guys really like he. I think even because had me like they they knew how to train they had to learn how to train because they were training with me every day so they had like to learn how to move faster you know how to use the their power and so as I like to fight a lot the open class that was something that helped me a lot like to keep training with the guys and like keep improving like to to fight with the big girls because. It, at the gym, even here, we don't have a lot of big girls. I think I'm one of the biggest one, and I fight light. Not that I'm lightweight right now, but I fight lightweight, you know. So I think that training with the guys helped me a lot with the open class to to improve my game, to fight with the bigger girls, like heavy, medium, heavy, heavy, ultra heavy, like you know, like so. Fighting with these girls, I need to train with the guys because it's different. Like the game is different. The game plan is different. The power is different. Everything kind of changed. With the girls for lightweight, for my division, I just have to be faster and be first. Because if I wait too much, they're going to get me, you know? So I just, like, have to be one step ahead all the time. And, like, but, if, like, for the for the open class, sometimes I don't have I, I don't have a chance. They stop me. They, they sometimes stronger or bigger, heavier. So if I get, it, like, myself in a bad situation, it's just harder to, to, to get a like get out there so i train a lot with morango my coach like we train all the time um and like just like help me a lot training with the guys for the open class but training with the girls is definitely like real you know like uh, everything you do you know like if you get done in the training it's gonna work in during like the fight uh what do you think were some of your uh like biggest accomplishments throughout your jiu-jitsu career like what, what what were some of the moments that stand out to you? You've had so many titles, but what 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 are some of the moments that looking back you're like, oh man, this was one of my best moments? Um, I think getting double gold at Words in 2014 um, uh, was my third title in the lightweight, and like um, I, in the finals, I felt like Michelle Nicolini was a big big thing. Like he, she was one of the best fighters in, in that time. Like he, her guard 
was like something very dangerous and like I played top on that fight and in the end of the fight like last minute I passed her guard to secure like the winning and so it was something something like the the feeling was like something that I really enjoy like you know like going against like it wasn't my like I'm I'm a guard player like right now I play a lot more top but I was a guard player since he, like he blue bell and fight against another guard play and like he um, being out of my comfort zone and being able like to be her that way it was like something that I there was like different feeling you know and also was like a, a double go that world like being a lightweight it's like not something easy and also I think my ADCC 2017 there was another tie that I was really looking for for so many years especially because the ADCC is every two years so it's a bit hard like when you when you miss one year you have to wait like two years like to to do it again so i think those was like two big moments that i really enjoyed and that i had like a different feeling just as like my first world title you know like something when you really want and you achieve it like the 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 feeling inside is like something different that it exploding like emotions everything together happiness um i don't know like so many things mixing but yeah you mentioned that you've been competing in active in jiu-jitsu for over 20 years now um the sport has changed dramatically since you first started i imagined are you are you happy with the direction <laughs> it's going in i'm sure there's things you'd like to change too but how do you feel about jiu-jitsu today versus when you were coming up uh i think he I think like it grow a lot, like especially for the girls, you know. Like I remember my first awards tournament uh, as a blue belt, maybe had like ten girls in my division, and today like it's over like fifty girls, seventy girls, some divisions, you know. So every every tournament that I go, I see how much bigger it is, especially for the female, and this is something that I really appreciate because. It, I I think we open a lot of doors for the girls, like believe that they can live from the sport, you know, um, and not just something to to have fun and and that you have like to to go to a to follow another career in your life. You can believe that jujitsu gonna be your job and you can live from jujitsu, you know. So I think that's something that it really changed, and that's why jujitsu is coming becoming like a lot bigger. Uh, especially if all the tournaments all over the world, it's giving more opportunity to people. Um, like um, World Pro is doing, like the way Federation is doing everywhere. IBJJF is doing tournaments everywhere. So I think this way, a lot of more people get like opportunity to be competing and to be like enjoying to to compete because some people they just like doesn't have the opportunity to travel all over the world to compete maybe to go to from US to Europe to Europeans or coming from Brazil to US it's not everybody that have the opportunity to to be following the tournaments and like he come here and show how good they are and live from jiu jitsu you know because he I think he something hard that is like you, when you just like you train it, and you didn't achieve anything yet. Uh, some people they just have to stop, like to work, you know, because they don't have how like there some support to keep training. Like I had my parents support. My my dad like was like my like he, um, my my sponsorship for the for like until like I get like my blue belt and start like to and win my first world title and then start to have more helping. 
Um, so I think a lot of people doesn't have that opportunity, like to travel and to achieve like uh, a big tournament to to get a big title, and then like from there like start like to compete more and more and and become like a, a fighter. But uh, having those tournaments everywhere help it's helping a lot of people like to just like compete more and show that like that's what they want to do for life and become a fighter and like having more uh, sponsorships and help is like to travel longer and like to bigger tournaments you know and that's why i think jiu-jitsu is becoming bigger i just like it the only thing i would change if i have to change something is the rules i think today jiu-jitsu have too many rules i don't like the so many rules like that you know and i think if you have less rules maybe the fights would be more interesting and we ha- would have like would play in more places like maybe live tvs you know and today we have you guys like to extreme all the fights like in the tournament but maybe we could go like for an open channel you know and like that would like became even bigger but i think today's like it's not all the fights that is like interesting to have like to watch you know and i'm glad with you guys we can choose the good ones <laughs> uh what do you okay if i let you take away one rule what, what would be the if you say there's too many rules you think there should be less what would be the rule that you think needs to go the most footlock rules Oh, uh, because the, the one where you turn the wrong way? And all that no, sh- even heel hooks. I would allow everything. In the gi? Yeah. Okay. In the gi. I would allow everything. I wouldn't have any rules for the footlocks. All right. Uh, I reaping? Think like, you like reaping? You think reaping should be allowed? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think he, especially for the black belts, maybe I would not like you leave it for the white belts, but since the blue belts, I think it should be allowed. Uh, I think if you're training and um, you got like promoted um, for the blue belt or man black belts, you know, like to be a black belt have be to be training for a while. So jujitsu is pretty much teaching you how to protect and defend yourself, you know, and how to be like attacking it back. And so if you didn't learn that until you get your black belts, you shouldn't be competing, you know. <laughs> it's because like you're not ready for that. Um, so I think like if you dare you competing on a black belt level, you should know how to protect yourself, how to defend yourself, or to know like your your limits, and then you tap. You know, so that that way, like if people learn that, like they wouldn't have a problem. You know, like with the rules, or or you tap, or you're not gonna hurt yourself, or you you defend yourself and you escape from the position, and that's like how I think should work. Um, especially in the black belt level, if you wanna, if you, if you're not ready to tap, you're gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna take time to recover. He's like, you, <laughs> I, I take experience for myself, you know, and like that's how it works. Or you're gonna try to escape, or you're gonna defend the position, escape, or like especially because like, oh my situation was in armbar, so why not like why cannot happen in a footlock, you know? Um, so. Like, he's just like, oh, they can hurt their knee. Of course, I hurt my elbow. And then, <laughs> so we're gonna, you won't like allow like he arm bars anymore, you know? So I think that's something that doesn't make a lot of sense, um, especially in the black belt levels. And like, he, I think white belts, it's okay because they're still learning a lot. But once they get promoted to the blue belt, it means that in the next level, it means that like they're learning their limits, they're learning how to tap, when to tap, how to escape. So I think that's like that's something that I would definitely change in the rules. Heel hooks in the key. That's the first time somebody's recommended that one uh, when they bring up uh, rule changes on here. Yeah, I think less rules 
less trouble, um, easier for the referees, easier for the fights. They're just going to go there and do their best and like not being worried about so many things that they cannot do and just think about what they're going to do, you know. Is there any positions that you feel people use to stall that frustrate you or anything? That's, that's a complaint I hear a lot from athletes that they think people are using positions to stall people out. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I think, like, he, right now, like, especially, like, the lapels and then, like, the rippy the lapels the, the, around, like, your legs, you know, and then, like, whatever you move, like, you feel danger, you know, and, like, he, maybe some, like, maybe, like, 50-50, let's say, like, 50-50, some position that people got stuck for so long time. Today, we have a lot of escapes, like, people start to study that, and that's how we get an evolu- evolution in jiu-jitsu, but like they come with something and then people come with something to defend that like like you just like Betty Bull or fifty fifth or right now it's lapel guard. But let's say back in the days like when fifty fifty just came up, a lot of people got stuck in that position. And what if we had like heel hooks allowed? Yeah, that would that completely that would change. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's... I'm sure that wouldn't happen, you know? Like yeah. so it's just things like that that I think that would make a lot of more simple. Because it, it's a position that that it exists, you know. Like it, it's not. I am not creating that. It was already there. So why not? Like why we cannot do it, you know? And like it would make things more fun, you know. So people would be stalling. What about like doing so many like types of footlocks or even crossing your uh, ripping the leg when they do the lapel guard or things like that, you know? Maybe things would be different and we won't have like boring like mats, you know. Yeah, the 50-50 and the gi and no gi are just completely different worlds, right? Like in the gi, people can just get in there, take your sleeve and your lapel and just hold you. Yeah. No gi, it's a terrifying place to be. You can get tapped any second with the heel hook. And, uh, anytime, like you don't want to be there. <laughs> so that's what you're thinking. When you get stuck in a 50-50, you're like, man, I wish I could just heel hook this girl. Heel hook all day long. A lot of people are concerned that uh, jiu-jitsu is getting watered down, that it's not as effective. Is that something that, that you are worried about as well with some of these rules? Um, or do you think it's doing just fine and that, that um, really it's not, not a problem? Um, the thing is, like, for us that already love jiu-jitsu, we'll never be, like, sucks or boring, you know? Like, we love that. We love studying. Um, those new positions make us be, like, even more interesting on the training because you have to study, you have to go over and do that. Learning how to do and learning how to defend. But I think for people that like he uh, doesn't really know the rules and they start to watch it and they don't see a lot of emotion, they just say, "Man, what they are doing? They are like tied to each other. So like, why is that fun? You know? Like they doesn't understand. Like they doesn't know like he like to play like uh, chess the the game. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like that. Like some people that is watching from outside and doesn't know the rules, doesn't know how to play. They just think, "Man, what they to." Two people are sitting there like for so many hours playing that thing and that doesn't look fun, you know? And that's the same thing in Jiu-Jitsu. Like people that doesn't know the rules, they doesn't train, they won't think that is fun. And like I think if there's more actions, you know, people from outside don't think, man, did you see that? How they did that? You know, like more like act- action, you know? And so I think if the, do, the rules is making more boring like the, the fights and and even like getting hard, you see like how much more is happening like for the referee decisions, like and like they they need to be so much like now we have five referees in the finals match, three inside and two outside watching the video. Because it's getting too hard. Even for them. 
and like of course they are humans like the humans and they're gonna sometimes they're gonna get like wrong decisions because everything like is happy inside there and they have to decide in the time if you have the video we can go back and forward like 300 times and then we're gonna figure out what to do but then they have to decide there in the time so it's getting like as more rules they have hard they're gonna be for themselves and then more mad we're gonna be if they have a wrong decision you know and i think so things like that's just making like he uh the jiu-jitsu a little bit harder like to to watch and like he to fight to compete and everything so maybe if there was less rules uh people would be more interested in, in jiu-jitsu for sure like and i think that's what a lot of people when i'm worried about to to be like to get in a in a level that um, it won't be interesting to watch anymore more heel hooks you just want to go out here yeah people. like to be honest um something that i figured out like last words like last year uh, a lot of people was going to eat during some finals match you know and man like maybe like he, seven years ago this would never happen man finals match was something that you didn't want to lose your place like he was there and wouldn't leave you there for nothing in his life in order to go to the bathroom to eat nothing would have everything there to don't have to leave your spot because he was so excited, like a lot of takedowns, um, a lot more action. And then like he has more rules, it's coming up, it's getting more like people winning for one advantage. They doesn't care. Like they just wanted the title. They don't fight for the swim issue. They don't wanna make it fun for the people, for for, for the fans, you know. They doesn't really care because they need to win and with so many rules, they can like one little mistake, they're gonna lose, you know. So I think if you less rules, like you, you like ADCC is one of the most fun fights. Like you have so many amazing mats because why? Because like it's so little rules. Yeah, you they know? let you fight onto the concrete floor. Yeah, it's crazy. exactly. Yeah. And people love that, and people want to see that. And so I think that's something that would help a lot this sport. Who do you think uh, was your biggest rival throughout your career? Obviously, you fought girls from different generations. Who do you think was your your biggest rival? You would say. Uh, be Nicolini maybe I fought a lot three girls that I fought a lot was Luana Zugi right in the beginning of my career Nicolini I fought a lot too and Luisa I fought a lot Luisa too uh, I think these three girls was the ones I most fight like in the open class I fought a lot Gabby Garcia too how many times do you think you fought Nicolini man close to 10 what was it like fighting her because yeah she's a very technical guard very she's, dangerous too what was it like was fighting Michelle? was the most dangerous guard for me back in the days. Like, footlocks, she was, like, yeah, crazy good in the footlocks, too, you know? And But I think, like, he, um, she used it to fight, like, a lot of weights, you know, since uh, from, like, feather to ultra-heavy. She's, she's just, like, everywhere. But she fought sometimes in my weight division, and we fought sometimes in the open classes, too. Gi and no gi. So one one year at Worlds Nogi, we fought. I beat her in the weight class, and she beat me in the open class. I got an armbar on her in the in the weight division, and she got me a footlock in the open. So I think fighting her was always so much fun because she was looking for the submissions too. So any like really small detail could could get in the fight, you know, even for me or for her, you know. So I think fighting her was really fun because of that. She was always fighting forward, never stalling the fight. So I think that that that's why like 
when we step on the mat, we never, we, we didn't know like what is going to happen. Uh, if she was going to pull guard, if I was going to pull guard, and so it was like yeah, I was an exciting match. Bia, um, what was I going to say? I was thinking back to um, your recent matches with with Fion, of course. You you uh, have yeah. a couple of big wins over Fion, and of course the, the recent loss. What do you think of some of the new girls in the game? You know, Fion is is definitely super challenging. Do you are you looking forward to another match with her? Oh yeah, like I want to fight her again, of course. I have fought like he, her three times already before, uh, before this last ADCC. Uh, she she just gave him the armbar back that I gave that I did on her <laughs> 2017. <laughs> I was looking at the pictures and like he, uh, I remember that like she was my first match at ADCC 2017. Yeah, that was back when, like I, nobody really knew who she was. When you yeah, beat her. no, she was yeah. a she was a brown belt. Like yeah. she, after that, she started like she got. I think she got her black belt, and then she was just like up, 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 all the way up. And so she gave me she gave back the armbar, and so uh, I think she was the one girl that is really coming up, especially because she fight for the submission. Like we can tell that you know, um, and also she she has a different game. Uh, she plays a lot more top. She has a good guard too, but I think her top game is like better, be- better than like especially because she's a she's her background. If I'm not wrong, she's from judo. Yes, yeah. She's a judo black belt, you know, and so I think that's something that make her being different, you know. When like most of the girls play guard, she's playing top, so that makes like her game be a little bit different, too, you know, and like he and that's like he something that helping her to. To beat most of the girl that play guard, her her passing guard is is very um, good, and she always fighting for the submission. She doesn't stop; like she's fighting forward all the time. She doesn't stall. All the fights you see her doing, like either she's gonna get like uh, submitted or she's gonna submit because she's always fighting forward. And I think something th- this is something that is helping her a lot, like to to get in the top. And um, that's something that people like to see, you know, some girls that fight for that. And that's always going to help, like, to, to get it, to improve your game and to get be- better. You're obviously uh, super competitive. Is that something that, I mean, you probably wouldn't want to go to MMA without avenging that loss from ADCC, right? Oh, no. I want to compete in Jiu-Jitsu before I go to MMA yeah. for sure. And especially I'm mad with her. It would be very nice. It's not that something that I need to do, you know, especially because I have fought so many times before. But... As a competitor ego, um, I would like to to have that rematch. Um, even being like three and one, I I still want to like have four and one. <laughs> yeah, you gotta win the last one, right? Yeah, I, I have to end it. <laughs> well, B, I think we're I think we're winding down on on time here. Uh, anything else that you want to bring up before we get kicked out of the studio? Anything else uh, on your mind you want to ch- chat about? I just like would like thank you guys like for um, having like. He, been doing our everything that you guys doing making us like you being uh studying from home we felt like the the shows and everything uh i think like that's something that is helping a lot of people and like he having like out there their idols like having some time to talk about their self here too it's like something very nice and like bringing jiu-jitsu for another level um and i just like hope everybody stay safe and we be able like to come back to our real life uh, in the match zone and like keep you doing like a beautiful show and having back everything to to normal 
Thank you, B. I really appreciate it. And Thanks uh, so much for calling in. Yeah, thank you for the time. And, and likewise, uh, wish you well out there in California. Everyone at home, hope you guys are doing okay, staying safe. And we'll see you back tomorrow on another episode of Who's Number One. Who's coming in tomorrow, Michael? Tomorrow is uh, at 5 Eastern, Gordon Ryan and Craig Jones. Gordon tomorrow. Ryan and Craig Jones on the same call. It should be pretty fun. Uh, thanks again, B.A. We'll see you soon, hopefully someday. And uh, take Thank care, guys. guys. We'll see you on the next episode of Who's Number One.